Aloha, I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is For the Love of Football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. This week, Bono's progress, and we don't have a problem, we swear, but oh my God, we wish we could be betting on some football right now. This is episode 171. You gotta believe in sports wagering being legalized all over North America. Bryant, and of course, this XFL-CFL thing being a good thing for everybody. I thought this was going to be episode 171, We're Degenerates, but I guess not, because I wish I was betting on some football as well. Small bets. Small. like Small bets. That's that's why it's not a degenerate title, because they're small bets. I mean, I've been going crazy this week. I don't know what got into me, but all the small bets, maybe it's because NHL and... NBA oh, playoffs Chelsea. in the air, and I've been getting even into some soccer, maybe because we were talking about the European League of Football, of American football last week. I don't know, but this week, man, sports wagering, having it available to you is such a good thing, and if you're in a state that doesn't, or in a country that doesn't, it's a huge bummer, but it looks like that's going to change in a lot of places, including Canada, and that's what we're going to talk about a little later on with the CFL Still waiting and hoping that they have a season this year. Seven two four five six five four XFL is the XFL fan line. The number for you to call and text. Got some texts there this week. Some calls. If you want your voicemail on the air, just let us know, and then we'll play it. Not going to play anything that we don't have permission to, Bryant. But we always love when people. <laughs> but they do call. help with topics. Yeah, yeah they help with they us do. putting a show Absolutely. together. Last week did for sure. At XFL Show on social media, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you're hanging out. Uh, we don't have a TikTok yet, but Ooh. the more and more I watch my wife watch TikTok, maybe that's something. I, I don't have the energy. It seems like you, those people have lots of energy, uh, but maybe. It, it's a lot of time. It's very fun, though, and they're creative. At XFL Show, mostly on Twitter, where we have a lot of fun. Of course, the YouTube channel. And this week. We are brought to you by our gracious sponsors and helpful production staff at Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can go to prettyeasypodcast.com to get your own podcast started today. And it's the best way to start a podcast because, well, their slogan is it tells the whole story, Brian. Uh, They make podcasting uh, pretty easy. So you've got to be kidding me. With Dinkin and Duncan, the, the, vitriol between cfl and xfl fans i was seeing on social media on twitter this week brian and also even our own youtube comment section from last last week's episode i don't know if you caught this but people going back and forth saying the cfl needs the xfl the xfl needs the cfl the xfl doesn't even exist man you don't know what you're talking about like people getting really angry at each other and i just want to say everybody love everybody 
We all need each other. We're all football fans, right? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Right? It'd be a lot better if you did that with the trumpet thing that you do, but you you could hold off. It sounds sadder with the trumpet, though, actually, I feel like. Uh, Yeah, let's all get along. Like I said, we're we're on... we're on this long road to who knows when, uh, and the only friends that we have are fellow football-loving friends of the CFL or the XFL. Get used to it, because, you know, you might get mad at your brother every once in a while when you were kids, you know, not talk to each other in the back seat. but if you didn't get over it, wherever you were going was going to be a hell of a boring time. So enjoy it, <laughs> figure it out. Uh, it's not the end of the world either way, so... Yeah, either way, you're stuck you're stuck with each other. We're on the road to nowhere and we're here we're, together. We're just going so. the road somewhere. We'll put it there. Well, somewhere. So we're on the road to And you know what, in fairness know. though, it's not just fans, it's reporters that I've seen from the CFL side uh, you know, contradicting not contradicting, excuse me, uh conf- in conflict with each other saying what's right, what's not oh, right. Then, then you got there, CFL fans going at each other over the whole issue, and then you throw an XFL fan in there, someone who's passionate about the XFL, who may be saying maybe a little disrespectful to the CFL. You know, yeah, it is a sides. league with a long history. Uh, but either way, uh, come 2023-ish, I think everybody's going to just be talking about how wild this new alignment is, format, whatever we're going to get. That's what people would be talking about instead of going at each other. But don't want to see that. Just want to say everybody love everybody, especially on our own YouTube comment section. I feel like I'm kind of score. I'm scolding people. You're the father. You're you're the one that should be. You should be giving him the. I only have one here. I don't, yeah. I don't really, if I had two, maybe I'd have a, a better, yeah. So the, whatever one says one, you know, does. So there's really no, you don't you want to share that now. toy. Okay. I'm going to give it to you right now. You exactly, want it? Pretty much. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm giving go. this to you, even though I don't want to here. I'm very mad <laughs> that I'm giving this to you right now. <laughs> you're going to get it, but I'm not happy that you're getting it, that you want this, but you won't stop crying. All right. We got to speed through this episode, though. Full disclosure: I'm flying for the first time in uh, since St. Louis. Louis. Since we went to the St. Louis BattleHawks, I can't believe we, you and I, went to St. Louis, and then a global pandemic started. I just, I just, it just seems too coincidental. Do you think our but my butterfly effect is if I would have just not eaten that spam sandwich? No, the spam Maybe sandwich was good. If you this... didn't lick the concrete, I don't know why you did that. That was just a weird thing with with our friends. Um, I licked 30. concrete? Yeah, I thought you did, didn't you? I don't remember what you no, did. No, I would. Even, pre, even pre-pandemic, I wouldn't have licked concrete. <laughs> you wouldn't go down for a three count as a referee it's at Bourbon Street? Touch that floor? I would, I would, I would do that. That's <laughs> but that's like 10 years ago. <laughs> That's you're a married a man other, now. So a whole nother event. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so let's let's get to it. Let's talk about this week's cover two. I don't, I don't want to talk anymore. I mean, I do want to talk. I want to talk about the Calgary Stampeders quarterback, Bo Levi Mitchell, one of the faces of the CFL as far as I'm concerned, Brian. I I mean, this guy is one of their He's top one tier player players. That I know. Yes. He's one of the one players you know. And he was on the Bob McCone podcast this this past week, 
and had some interesting comments about the XFL-CFL alignment talks. And I pulled this quote, especially as my favorite, because it, it shows that Bo knows what's up. Bo Levi Mitchell said, I don't want the history of the Canadian game to go away. Neither do I. I would never want that to happen. I don't want the Canadian game to change, but if we want the Canadian game to grow, I think the merger would be an absolutely phenomenal thing. I love that his view on alignment is in alignment with my views on alignment, right? Bo Levi Mitchell is in the league, is a CFL player, and recognizes that changes might need to be made and in order for a merger or alignment to happen, uh, but obviously needing to pay respect to the Canadian game itself and hoping it, it sticks around in some form or fashion. Uh, cool comments, really uh, honest comments, I think, by the Stampeders QB there. Uh, definitely check out that podcast, the Bob McCown podcast he was on, but even – he blew up the he put over the rock and Danny Garcia and how big they are and how awesome the XFL with the new ownership could be for the CFL in terms of exposure and all the players. If you're a player in the CFL, do you think there are many players in the CFL who see these rumors and are like, oh, I hope that doesn't happen? Maybe C Canadian born players, I would think. I would hear if you were to tell if you were to ask me that question last week, I'd been like Maybe Bo Levi Mitchell doesn't want that to happen. That's the player I think wouldn't want to happen because <laughs> he's been there forever and he's like, you know, a staple with Canadian football. At least down here, it's the one player we all know. Um, I, I don't know if players, I don't want to say they don't care. That's not the word I want to use. They are indifferent because at the end of the day, they want somewhere where they can play football and get paid and make money for their families. That's what they want. And, and the most money possible. Exactly. And so if the CFL merging with the XFL is that route. I think a lot of them would go for that. I don't think anyone would be like, I'm not playing anymore. This isn't CFL football. Like, I think that's a small percentage of players that would be like, eh, I'm not playing because we're not Super playing Canadian small. rules. Oh, I think that that percentage is zero. I think everybody's yeah. still going to play, but like people who might pout or say something off color about it. That's that maybe is a handful of people. Like he, how many players walked away from the NFL and like, oh, I can't hit the head anymore. I'm not playing. This is ridiculous. Like yeah. no one does that because rule think, changes. You think AFL players were like, oh, we're merging with the NFL. Screw this. I'm gonna go try. I'm gonna go back to my day job as a mechanic. Yeah, which exactly. full time. No, which they, they still worked back then as mechanics in the off season because everyone had off season jobs. But Bo Levi Mitchell in this interview is great too. I like that he said the same thing Dave Naylor told us about Canadian fans too, Bryant, CFL fans, they're older. They tend to skew older. He said something like he doesn't see people in their 20s with Stampeders bumper stickers around town. He's Those cars with belong to 45 or 50. Yeah, 45. The young, the young bucks, we wear the XFL gear. Older, older cats are rocking the CFL stuff. But, no, he said even the fans of the Stampeders, he – usually thinks says they're about 40s or 50s so and that's the quarterback for the team uh the cfl has obviously a need for what the xfl will bring and the xfl is bringing something that's not even really football in terms of the value to the cfl the xfl is bringing all kinds of different stuff though that's huge for the the money of the league revenue sharing format yes uh a huge marketing machine known as Dwayne the Rock Johnson and 
a slew of other uh, assets the XFL has, while the CFL has the tradition, the players, and damn good football. So that that's where we're at now, and if you have players commenting more and more on this, we'll see uh, how many more comment on it uh, as candidly as Bo Levi Mitchell. But Bo knows. I'm glad to see a prominent player like that is behind this. We already know June Jones, former XFL coach for the Roughnecks, is all for it and says he's in if it happens. So let let's all let's all hope this uh this has the the positive backing of of the players and coaches as well cuz you don't want anyone speaking up against this unless they're like right now it's only a handful of fans I would say well, not a handful but a, a lot of traditionalists in, in Canada and some people in the in the media up there. Down here I think I don't know why if there's why would an XFL fan not want the CFL to be a part of it? There's all it's just it's well in reality teams, I think the XFL fans wouldn't wouldn't want that if we were playing CFL rules. And that's I think there's yeah, there is a legit thing. problem there and and it's kind of you know eating crow a little bit here, right? Because we're telling the CFL fans to figure it out and deal with it, but in reality the fans that are going to leave the CFL, we talk about players not wanting to play in the CFL because of the rules changes or whatnot. That's nothing compared to the amount of fans. Cause there will be fans who stop watching because they're not playing CFL rules for whatever the reason may be fine. But I think you have to outweigh that with the fact that how many fans are you growing? How many fans are you gaining by merging with the XFL versus how many you're losing by abandoning uh quote unquote CFL football. So, we will keep an eye out for more players and coaches up in Canada and around the football world commenting on the alignment talks. But let's move on to part two of this week's cover two, Bryant, because we have to give a quick update. Uh, have you given any more thought to uh, Elf? Uh, that is great. Oh, that is great. Elf. They don't even know that, that they did that. That's the thing. You don't think they know? <laughs> I don't think they realize they did that. Good crisp football. Yeah. But it's How do you elf, not have some European, elf drops right now? This is Euro- ridiculous. <laughs> European, <laughs> European League dot football is the website, and that is the new football league in Europe, American football in Europe that we talked about last week, featuring some of the old uh, old teams from from the Euro League. Uh, that the that was the NFL's minor league, basically, with the Frankfurt Galaxy and the Barcelona Dragons. And, yeah, the website's still up, right? And the network that they have for tel- their airing, televising, streaming games is still there. A bit pricey, but what have you thought? Should, should we go in on this? And I, 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 should we be watching these games together online? I'm like online? 60% there on, on getting I guess that's pretty low, but I still... Want to see what the whole thing? I think it starts two weeks from now, and, one week, and and I think the June nineteenth, one month away. Okay, so we have a little bit of time. Maybe we'll relaunch the Patreon to get that to be able to get the season. Who knows? Um, <laughs> How about yeah, we we maybe relaunch the Patreon and just have the Euro tier, and if you subscribe, we'll use that money to get our to pay for our our European League yeah. of Football. A subscription and then also we'll do live commentary during the games there you go right that's awesome there you go. uh i i, I don't look, know I, I don't we're not doing that me, <laughs> i like that no we're not we're not uh but if you cared you know just maybe call our text expo fan line if you're interested uh either if you way want it then we'll do it but i i don't know i don't know if the demand's there 
we're talking about alt football here, right? We have the the elf. Um, then we have spring league. How much am I paying attention to all this? I'll be honest, I'm not paying attention to the spring league too much. I have watched a couple games clips. Games on there- tonight, and they were blowouts. We got as we speak a 31 nothing route by the linemen over the undefeated alphas. Uh, now in the third quarter, this is alphas are down. Team. Wow, yeah, this is like the two and no defenders coming into the Wildcats and getting crushed. Crushed. Yeah, again, this is this league's not about the teams though; it's about the players. And if you're not keeping up on the spring league, um, I'll tell you the things that are coming out of it so far. The main the main storylines. Number one, Jerry Glanville's unstoppable. He he absolutely should be a head coach in. Whatever the XFL does, I'm all for it. How how Mummy's looking okay too, but last week Glanville beat him and Glanville's winning and looking good doing it. And then number two, Bryant, there is a bit of a quarterback controversy on the Jousters, and guess who's involved in that? Friend of the show, Luis Perez. Yes, Luis Perez, Drew Anderson, couple games into this season. Or three games into the season now, I guess. Two. And um, are they playing right now? This, we're we're in week three. I don't think they've played the, yet uh, this week. And uh, but two games in, and they're both kind of splitting a lot of the time. Luis Perez, not outright beating this Drew Anderson for this spot. It, but it, he's getting the game tape out there, which is what matters for him. And, and staying in shape. Name. That's important. Yeah. And he has a name out there. So like, even if. Can you see Luis Perez quarterbacking in a in a future XFL, even if he's not like an outright starter in the spring league? Does that mean anything? I mean, I mean you gotta value what you're what you're getting. There's two different types of Luis Perez, right? There's a Luis Perez that's played in spring football, competitive football, and there's a Luis Perez that's playing in the spring league, which is kind of like a glorified scrimmage. Is he playing with the best possible players out there? Does he have the best O-line? Does he have the best coaches? I know he has Kevin Gilbride, but there's a lot more to it, right? So there's – are you comparing apples to oranges there a little bit? I th- I think this league's about – ooh, great catch we just saw too. We're seeing some spectacular plays. But that great catch – was that great catch reels. because of a bad throw? Like that's – you have to – was it? I don't know. Yes, this, this was a good throw just now. But also, uh, Luis Perez being in this league doesn't – I think it only helps him. Even if he has a couple bad outings or mediocre, unless outings, he's throwing it into the ground five yards away from him, like this is every throw, like he's or he's yeah. throwing it ten yards ahead over a receiver's head, and that goes for any player for that matter. The spring league is about just accumulating game tape, having your stuff out there, and being ready for yeah. when the XFL and uh, potentially the CFL come calling. Um, but enjoy it just because it's football, but it's not football you can gamble on, at least not on like the traditional apps that most of us are using, which is a bummer, which is why I said at the top of the show, Bryant, I wish we were betting on some football because as fun as I'm having betting on Liverpool FC and and the, the Pittsburgh Penguins, I would love to be betting on just football because it's the most thrilling, the most exciting the most unpredictable. I would say some of the best odds. But I hope I hope right we now. can bet on Elf because then I can tell people like I put twenty dollars on Barcelona today. Oh uh, yeah, and not and not have to 
be the actors of the soccer team, which nobody likes. It's a true <laughs> football fan. No, but I don't know if we're going to be able to bet on Elf. I might at least not on your fan duels. You can or bet on Australian games. football in my my app. I don't know if you can in yours. I was researching uh, actually betting on some rugby in Australian rules football yesterday. I was texting with uh, with Vince, <laughs> saying, "You know, I might bet on rugby this weekend." And he said, I'm, I'm partial to Australian rules football. I said, ooh, that's a good idea, too. Not, And again, these are small bets, and this is just to make the games interesting and learn. I'm learning. That's why. I'm but learning. On football would be there a is a way to make money if you're betting. I promise you that. I still haven't figured it out, but there is a way. I promise. There's got to be. Otherwise, why is everyone doing it? I mean, I know yeah. why, because it's super fun, and that's why it's being legalized everywhere. But. Does gambling on sports being legalized, being legalized, does it mean that things for the XFL next time around will be completely different? Things for the CFL will be completely different from how they have been in terms of revenue, in terms of the survivability? Let's get into it. It's this week's Hot Read. So, Bryant, the CFL needs to change their business model we've established that on this show we've talked to people in canada and in the united states who follow the cfl follow the xfl the xfl's model top down full ownership of everything all teams sharing all the pie cfl a lot different a lot more traditional franchises but also not traditional in that the most valuable franchises there are small market community-owned teams. Revenue streams are a must. You need mul- multiple revenue streams. You need that passive income, which is what I hear a lot on TikTok. Hey, I'm going to tell you how to make this passive income. You don't need any money to start. Follow me for more. That's what everybody says on there. Passive income. Did you follow them? Or just, no, I, and then I say, okay, I'm going to the other room to place a bet honey see you later passive but, income if you yep. win multiple revenue streams is where it's at the cfl wants to get into a revenue share type scheme where everybody's sharing more where they're getting more money influxed into the league that could be distributed amongst all the teams uh the xfl one league one team one company it was all easy peasy that way which is be a lot would make life easier for the CFL, which is probably a big reason why the CFL is even considering a relationship with the XFL. And word is, up in Canada, single game betting being legalized up there soon, maybe by the end of the year, is going to help the CFL a lot with a new revenue stream, a new way to make money, which might afford them the ability to change how their league is structured in terms of making money for each team. Then you also look just across North America in places like Florida this past week, Bryant, the ball really moved towards sports betting being legalized in some form or fashion soon. And I mean, that's a big state. That's a lot of money going in and out of, uh, of pockets. And that it could be made by teams playing in the States or in Canada. I mean, anywhere. So, the biggest hurdles here now for the CFLs to start with an alignment for them would be figuring out, okay, we have a new way to make money, but we need more than that. Or do we? 
how do we share revenue? How do we move on from our current model of all these small market, small market teams are making all their own money on gates, gates and, and people coming to their stadium and the support they get in their towns? And how do we change it and make the, make that dive, take that dive to a totally new way of thinking? And then you have the XFL, which is basically looks like it's going to go with the same sort of business model and maybe even a a better chance at a, at a solid TV deal. Who knows with the rocks cachet? It's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, thing to consider how they're in two different spots. And then you also throw in gambling is virtually going to be legalized everywhere. I think in the coming years soon and not just the United States, it looks like Canada too. So does, do you think first off the, the progression of le- the legalization of sports wagering across North America is enough to guarantee that because of that alone, whatever the CFL and XFL do, it will survive because they can strategically set set up a season where they get a lot of eyeballs, a lot of money being thrown at their games. And there you go. You have a solid revenue stream and you have exactly what you need. The ratings, the money, the eyeballs, the butts in the seats because of sports betting. Well, I mean, you talk about passive income. You know, they're not getting any income directly from sports bets, right? So no, they're not going to be taking any of that into account, right? So if you put twenty dollars on the Stampeders to win the game, and they lose, they're not getting part of that twenty. So let's they get, get it right from making deals with well, that- FanDuel, DraftKings, or MGM or whomever as the official right. sports betting partner of the league and then you have money coming in that way and then obviously with all the action on your games more people watching your games right so that's where the money comes in now will betting on football lead to more people watching your games or is it going to lead what you do which is i'm going to bet on this barcelona game so i can watch it on my phone and refresh the score every few seconds like how does I don't it, do that? I watch it the, no, I, I I personally watch every okay. all ninety. Okay, minutes, a lot of people ahead. watch you know bet on things that they don't watch, right? <laughs> they bet on things that are just kind of there. So that's true, right? So I, I'm not 100 percent sold on this is the savior of the league. Will it help? You damn straight it will. It's going to put a lot of money into their pockets that they didn't have before. It's going to bring in revenue that they didn't have before. The ex the NFL, excuse me almost basically encourages betting without saying so much. And that's and they, they were jealous of the XFL, right? Because the XFL had the point spreads, had the over-unders on the screen. They'd give live updates of odds. It was great. I mean, it was, uh, you know, in the fairness, we never, you and I never bet on XFL football. Well, the reasons we were, will yeah. remain anonymous or remain yeah. whatever, a secret. But yeah, we at were, the same we time, were not gonna, we were not going to we hashtag we want our the, jobs back. The reputation um, of the show. Yes, yeah, exactly. citizens. Exactly. I did bet on AAF football, though. We are um, not degenerates. <laughs> but I will say that uh, people watch football because they are losing money on football, whether that be by spending money on jerseys, by spending money on betting. That's what the NFL banks on. Can the CFL start getting a piece of that? Sure. Is it going to be enough to save them? I don't know because you talk about how are they going to share this revenue? Where is it going to come from? Is TSN all of a sudden going to give them four times what their contract is? I don't know. 
because mm. no one knows exactly what this is going to do. Is it going to make a major impact right away? Probably, but enough to where the more um, fixed revenue streams are actually bringing in money. I don't know. I don't think it's going to. I don't think TSN's going to be like, oh yeah, we're going to pay now. You know, ten times what we're paying you now because you're letting because football because league, uh, football is legal to bet on in Canada. But we have the Rock. <laughs> is what Randy Ambrosi says. We have we have the Rock now, and oh, uh, maybe eight or nine teams in the states. A lot more games, a lot more action. I think sports betting is going to change uh, TV deals even more than they already. I mean, right now it's insane, and then you talk about. I mean, more and more, live sports is where it's at for the for these TV these TV deals that are these new streaming networks and the major networks, at least in the States. And then up in Canada, you have your TSNs, your CBCs, right? They're going to want the live event. If you're giving them live events that many people are going to be betting on at times of years where maybe it'll be the only game in town, at least for a little bit, uh, that'll be that'll be a very strategic and smart thing to do and I think very beneficial. And then you also add on you have the machine that is the rock who knows what kind of hype can be generated behind the league with all that. That's like the, the bells and the whistles. So I think sports betting, though, is the core thing helping everything out. That'll be major fuel to the fire or to the engine that will be the XFL-CFL aligned. Before we get into the, extra, the other part of this hot read, where do you think football betting for the NFL specifically, where do you think football betting lands in the terms of what brings the most eyeballs to their product? Oh, nowadays? I mean, do no, you count fantasy? It, that's what I was going to say. Do you count fantasy? Because you're betting $20 at the beginning of, of the year, whatever it is. Or daily. Um, I mean, daily fantasy is crazy. So, so I guess gambling I, is number one over fan fanatics, do you think? Absolutely. Especially these days. Absolutely. I mean... Everything has turned into what the NBA, to me, is what the NBA always was. The NBA was always a league where you rooted for players, not for teams, usually, most people. And now the NFL was always a regional and, and or just a loyal loyalist type sport where you're loyal to a team, but nowadays you're loyal to your players, to your daily fantasy team, your, to your season. To I'm, your a, I'm loyal to the LA Rams as long as they win by seven. Yeah, exactly, and that's the, that's where everything's going, and especially with more and more sports uh, betting being legalized all across this country and now up in Canada, uh, that's what's going to drive it all. So um, maybe, maybe uh, you know, you're still going to have your rough riders, rider dies, uh, of course, up in Saskatchewan, but you have a lot more people up in the area watching CFL. Uh, maybe the younger people because they get to bet daily fantasy. So that's that's the thing to consider. And the other part here, uh, just to close out the hot read, uh, Dave Naylor, Farhan Lalji from uh, TSN said basically said that the CFL has spent a lot of time looking at how to change uh, their business model, their revenue sharing, uh, and how it'll the framework will pan out. And that's a work in progress that will not even be happening until next year at the earliest which, again, just aligns with why alignment is being discussed because the CFL sees 
the writing on the wall, sees the opportunity, sees ex- where they're at now. And with the XFL coming back, rising from the ashes, uh, next year, a major change to the CFL's business model should be in the works. Although right now, we have uh, we, we as fans, we have no idea what they're doing. And I'm sure right now they're having a tough time exactly figuring out what it is. And that's why the XFL was brought into the fold, most likely, because something had to be done with the CFL, as we've heard many times now over the last two months. So how much do you think of these conversations are within the CFL themselves? We talk about the CFL and XFL having these conversations, trying to figure things out. But what about the CFL having conversations with themselves of how they're going to make this work? Because you have nine owners, and technically you have nine owners. You have three communities, I get that. But you have nine owners of teams who don't really have any revenue sharing whatsoever. The only revenue they really share is a TV contract that kind of helps them pay for uh, the salary cap. So with all that, they have to figure out within themselves, how do they want this to work? Because the XFL is one entity. It's one big corporation that owns the league. Do the CFL sell the ownership to Redbird Capital? Do you buy out some owners who don't want any piece of it? Do you kind of split the 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 ownership of the entire league by percentages and, and you know maybe like a stock? I don't know, but the the CFL has to have conversations without the XFL on what their plan is and how they want to move forward. I would think they would have these conversations already and kind of know what they want to do. But and then you have CFL loyalists who don't want any kind of new affiliation and want just the nine teams and as is, but maybe with a change in business model saying, well, look at sports betting. Look at all the new revenue there that could be out there. We could survive. We can make it without the rock and his fancy eyebrow and marketing machine. We could do this without the XFL. So there, the sports betting might work. It could work against the alignment at the end of it. It might end up, Enticing the CFL or, to, to go or it alone, could it make or, it, or but could it help it? It's going to make it bigger. It's going to make it exactly. even bigger it, I mean, than what we thought it was going to be. If you look at just, I mean, it, logic tells you, okay, more money being thrown around on all these sports, TV contracts, fans. I mean, c- combining forces with more resources and also expanding into way bigger markets. I mean, way bigger. It's better for everybody if you're if the goal is actually to make money and grow the game, as they say. And they're uh, so what what Dave Neither has told us is their revenue sharing isn't gonna work right now because you have the smaller teams, Saskatchewan and whatnot, paying for the bigger teams if that was to happen, right? Because Toronto's not making money, Montreal's not making money, BC's not making money, Regina's making money, right? The teams in, in Edmonton are making money. But are those little itty bitty teams are gonna pay uh MLSC? MLSC, right? Yeah, MLS... Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Oh, MLSE. Excuse me, MLSE. Thank you. Um, are they going to pay them money? Are they going to actually be like, oh, here, here, you multi-billion-dollar company, here's a couple of hundred, you know, a couple thousand dollars to help with our revenue because <laughs> you didn't make any money? Like, there's, it's, it's. Again, I'm happy I don't have to figure out these things out and make these decisions, but I do know that if the CFL says, "Ooh, we can make a dollar more." By letting by when uh, betting gets legalized, but we can make ten more if we merge with the XFL and betting gets legalized. I'm still going to look at that. The almighty dollar will dictate. 
the most of these decisions, I think. And the, and I think the money leans towards merge and also not just the money. The growth of the game says merge. The players now, you see, you see players like Bo Levi Mitchell saying, yeah, merge. And let's get this Blend. done. Why have, why have all these TSLs and ELFs? Well, maybe we got to keep ELF and AAF and XFL, CFL, all these different acronyms when you could bring it all together and really have an awesome experience for fans, an awesome place for players to make money and play, and as they say, grow the game collectively without all these different pockets, all these little leagues, all these minor, minor leagues just kind of trying to fight this impossible fight themselves. Um, everybody love everybody. <laughs> well, I think it's it's a it's still a sensitive subject for everyone. You want everyone to love everyone, but at the same time, you get the passion. And I think that's part of why this is going to be so awesome is because you have people that are so passionate about what's happening uh, that they want to see this through till the end, and maybe just maybe still give it a chance, even if they aren't happy with the outcome. I know I will. I know Alan will, and that's why we are here. Every single Friday, right here on your favorite podcast app. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you give us that five-star review and tell your friends about us, please, because we're, we're that good of people, I think. Uh, if you got a question, comment, or topic you want us to talk about or cover, uh, well, then text or call the XFL fan line 724-565-4XFL. Uh, standard text messaging rates and international rates do apply. Also, follow us on all social media platforms at XFL Show, Twitter, or Alan's favorite, Facebook. Or if you want to come and say hi, hello, subscribe and watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash this is the XFL Show, the official YouTube page of this is the XFL Show. Uh, and don't forget to check out our sponsors, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. Looking more at this European League of Football, and they really have their stuff together. I mean, with how they've package their their season and how you can basically pay-per-view a game or pay for a season and pay per team and get highlights and different languages this this is new bodyguard guard for jadrian clark what what that was one of the things what was one of the things on here it says new bodyguard for jadrian jadrian Hadrian clark i think it's what it is i think they they brought in an alignment or something Hamburg offensive line. <laughs> we gotta look. You know we suckers for Hamburg offensive line. <laughs> we are. Wait, are, I hope they they change the names of positions in this league too. And instead of offensive linemen, it's bodyguard left, bodyguard left inside, bodyguard center, <laughs> bodyguard. <That'd> be cool. <laughs> Body tackle. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. This this is intriguing. This is this is cool. Um, we'll give you an update on whether or not we got a couple weeks to make our decision and let us know if you want some extra content regarding well, you know what Alan no, hold on now that I think about all this TSL what time are these games going to be on because if they're on at like 3am you know Pacific or something uh, I don't know if it's yeah, going to be worth buying that subscription for <laughs> you yeah that'll <laughs> for you they'll probably be like well actually I'll, I'm going to be in LA when all these games are going on in July so it's going to be like 3, 4 a.m. probably for a lot. No, yeah. Yeah, five, maybe. Five. I remember the good times during, the, was it the 2000, 
2002 World Cup. You and I were staying up till 3 a.m. watching U.S. beat Mexico. U.S. almost beat Germany. Had him. Had him on the ropes. Yep. All right. Well, we'll give you the update on that. And, of course, we'll be following anything said or heard in regards to the XFL-CFL alignment talks, which are ongoing. And everyone up in Canada, get your vaxes, eh? So you can get some CFL football. That's what we all want in August. Not just in Western Canada either. Talking to you, Ontario. I think so the Montreal Canadiens are having fans for their first playoff game in a couple weeks or a couple days. Game? Oh, no. If it's, yeah. I think if it goes to game six or something like that. Opening up the Bell Center. Or Center There you Bell. go. Center with Center, an R-E. Yeah. yeah, up there, isn't it the NLH? Right? Isn't that how they... What? Or, isn't it in, Le? in French? It's like, yeah, National, National League de Hockey. Oh, I think so, yeah. yeah so what is this, what the Canadian the Football League de Canada? Can you, bet, can you bet on spelling bees on FanDuel? Ooh, I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that. We are not degenerates, but we are out of time. Thanks, everybody, for e, listening. E, e, yeah! And watching, watching <laughs> on the YouTube channel. Everybody love everybody. Stop bickering in the YouTube comments and think about how awesome the future of football is with all this alignment talk and the potential with all these players out there and even the game expanding worldwide to Mexico and Europe. That's a great thing, and it makes me happy. And uh, next week we'll be back. I'll be right back here, Brian. I'll be back on my quick trip flying down south and back, back in time to be right here in the chair with you talking XFL next week, so. We might have a uh, in-person show for the first time here in a couple weeks. That might be something we have to figure out. For the first time since St. Louis? I know. Yep, that'll be happening in a month. All righty. Let's go. Don't don't age well. Let's get some news. Positive vibes. Come on, people. Be friends out there. Be nice. Instead of debating negatively, say something nice about the other league. That's your goal this week. If you're an XFL fan, say something nice about the CFL. If you're a CFL fan, say something nice about the XFL. I dare you. I at, dare X, you. at XFL show, we might mandate that on social media and the YouTube section. Comments. Say something nice about the other league. Damn it. I'll be back here next week. You want it? We'll give it I, to I you. just love how the CFL looks when they don't play football. For Is that years. a good thing you just said? Uh, it's a like a nice backhanded thing? comment, I guess. And yeah, don't get catty either. I know some of you out there. I bet you All the right. Rams are great playing in the <laughs> the dome yeah, instead of America Center. Oh, come on. One last cheap shot at you, St. Louis. Sorry. <laughs> we'll end it on that, I guess. For Bryant, I'm Allen. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening. <laughs>